to another episode of God's Little Hummingbird, the Bible podcast where we read through the Bible from beginning to end, chapter by chapter, book by book, using the original languages as a guide. We are in Genesis chapter 41, and we are reading from the New King James Version Bible. Then it came to pass at the end of two full years, the Pharaoh had a dream, and behold, he stood by the river. So this two full years seems like it's after the dreams which Joseph had interpreted in chapter 40. Verse 2, suddenly there came up out of the river seven cows, fine-looking and fat, and they fed in the meadow. And behold, seven other cows came up after them out of the river, ugly and gaunt, and stood by the other cows on the bank of the river. And the ugly and gaunt cows ate up the seven fine-looking and fat cows. So Pharaoh awoke. He slept and dreamed a second dream, second time, and suddenly seven heads of grain came up on one stalk, plump and good. Then behold, seven thin heads, blighted by the east wind, sprang up after them. And the seven thin heads devoured the seven plump and full heads. So Pharaoh awoke, indeed it was a dream. Now it came to pass in the morning that his spirit was troubled, and he sent and called for all the magicians of Egypt and all its wise men. And Pharaoh told them his dreams, but there was no one who could interpret them for Pharaoh. Then the chief butler spoke to Pharaoh, saying, I remember my faults this day. When Pharaoh was angry with his servants and put me in custody in the house of the captain of the guard, both me and the chief baker, we each had a dream in one night, he and I. Each of us dreamed according to the interpretation of his own dream. And there was a young Hebrew man with us there, a servant of the captain of the guard, and we told him and he interpreted our dreams for us. To each man he interpreted according to his own dream. And it came to pass, just as he interpreted for us, so it happened, he restored me to my office, and he hanged him. Then Pharaoh sent and called Joseph, and they brought him quickly out of the dungeon, and he shaved, changed his clothing, and came to Pharaoh. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, I have had a dream, and there is no one who can interpret it, but I have heard it said of you that you can understand a dream to interpret it. So, so Joseph answered Pharaoh, saying, It is not in me. God will give Pharaoh an answer of peace. Again, Joseph being humble, giving all credit to God. Because it's true, it only comes from God. He gives to each of us our gifts. They're from him. Verse 17. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, Behold, in my dream, I stood on the bank of the river. Suddenly seven cows came up out of the river, fine-looking and fat, and they fed in the meadow. Then behold, seven other cows came up after them, poor and very ugly and gaunt, such ugliness as I have never seen in all the land of Egypt. And the gaunt and ugly cows ate up the first seven, the fat cows. When they had eaten them up, no one would have known that they had eaten them, for they were just as ugly as at the beginning, so I awoke. Also I saw in my dream, and suddenly seven heads came up on one stalk, full and good. Then behold, seven grains, seven heads, withered, thin, and blighted by the east wind, sprang up after them. And the thin heads devoured the seven good heads. So I told this to the magicians, but there was no one who had explained it to me. Then Joseph said to Pharaoh, The dreams of Pharaoh are one. God has shown Pharaoh what he is about to do. The seven good cows are seven years, and the seven good heads are seven years. The dreams are one. And the seven thin and ugly cows which came up after them are seven years, and the seven empty heads blighted by the east wind are seven years of famine. This is the thing which I have spoken to Pharaoh. God has shown Pharaoh what he is about to do. Indeed, seven years of great plenty will come throughout all the land of Egypt, but then after seven years of famine will arise, and all the plenty will be forgotten in the land of Egypt, and the famine will deplete the land. So the plenty will not be known in the land because of the famine following, for it will be very severe. And the dream was repeated to Pharaoh twice because the thing is established by God, and God will shortly bring it to pass. Now therefore let Pharaoh select a discerning and wise man and set him over the land of Egypt. Let Pharaoh do this, 
and let him appoint officers over the land to collect one-fifth of the produce of the land of Egypt in the seven plentiful years, and let him gather all the food of those good years that are coming and store up grain under the authority of Pharaoh, and let them keep food in the cities. Then that food shall be as a reserve for the land for the seven years of famine, which shall be in the land of Egypt, that the land may not perish during the famine. So the advice was good in the eyes of Pharaoh and in the eyes of all his servants. And Pharaoh said to his servants, Can we find such a one as this, a man in whom is the Spirit of God? Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, Inasmuch as God has shown you all this, there is no one as discerning and wise as you. You shall be over my house, and all my people shall be ruled to your word. Only in regard to the throne will I be greater than you. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> and Pharaoh said to Joseph, See, I have set you over all the land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh took his signet ring off his hand and put it on Joseph's hand, and he clothed him in garments of fine linen and put a gold chain around his neck. And he had him ride in the second chariot which he had, and they cried out before him, Bow the knee. So he set him over all the land of Egypt. And you know Joseph did not want them to bow to him. This is Pharaoh doing this, and Joseph is still under his rule. Verse 44. Pharaoh also said to Joseph, I am Pharaoh, and without your consent, no man may lift his hand or foot in all the land of Egypt. And Pharaoh called Joseph's name Zaphnath Pa'aneach, and he gave him his wife, Astanath, the daughter of Potipharah, priest of On. So Joseph went out over all the land of Egypt. Joseph was 30 years old when he stood before Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and Joseph went out from the presence of Pharaoh and went throughout all the land of Egypt. Now in the seven plentiful years the ground brought forth abundantly. So he gathered up all the food of the seven years which were in the land of Egypt and laid up the food in the cities. He laid up in every city the food of the fields which surrounded them. Joseph gathered very much grain as the sand of the sea until he stopped counting, for it was immeasurable. And to Joseph were born two sons before the years of the famine came, whom Asenath, the daughter of Potipharah, priest of On, bore to him. Joseph called the name of the firstborn Manasseh, which means cause to forget, for God has made me forget all my toil and all my father's house. And the name of the second he called Ephraim, which means fruitfulness. For God has caused me to be fruitful in the land of my affliction. I want to point out this Ephraim, son of Joseph, later becomes the leader of the house of Israel. This is from this tribe. So when we talk about Ephraim later, this is what it is. And when we talk about 13 tribes of Israel, because there are technically 12, notice here, Joseph has two sons. Joseph inherits the firstborn blessing because of all the, of the evils that befell him at the hands of his brothers. And thus, he gets a double portion, meaning he, the, the, when you get a double portion, if there are 12 sons, you divide it into 13 pieces because somebody gets two pieces of the inheritance, so to speak, or on an easier way to explain it. Let's say there are two children. You divide the inheritance into three parts. The firstborn gets two of those three parts. The latter gets one part. So Joseph gets two in, two parts, and they go to Manasseh and Ephraim, and thus that's where Manasseh and Ephraim come into the picture, and that's why you often see 13, 13 tribes of Israel talked about, because Joseph has two. Okay, hope that makes sense. It will as we continue on reading. Then the seven years of plenty which were in the land of Egypt ended, and the seven years of famine began to come, as Joseph had said. The famine was in all the lands, but in all the land of Egypt there was bread. So when all the land of Egypt was famished, the people cried to Pharaoh for bread. Then Pharaoh said to all of the Egyptians, Go to Joseph, whatever he says to you, do. The famine was over all the face of the earth, and Joseph opened all the storehouses and sold to the Egyptians. And the famine became severe in the land of Egypt. 
So all countries came to Joseph in Egypt to buy grain because the famine was severe in all lands. So when you hear Yahweh God knocking at your door and telling you to prepare and warning you of hard times to come, remember to listen and be preparing spiritually and physically. So this is a really great story. I think I mentioned to you before that the word Egypt in Hebrew is one of the only two dual form words. I mean, it's always, always, always in dual forms, that and water. And Mitzrayim, Egypt, never just means Egypt. It often symbolizes sin, but I really believe in these end times too. It symbolizes more. It symbolizes America to a great extent because we are the broken staff in which on which Israel leans for help and we're not truly a help. We are not truly leading them back to God and giving them true help. And so more of that will be explained as we continue reading. But in these times, especially during this COVID-19 crisis, I would really suggest to be listening to the warning signs God is giving us and just be preparing for some really interesting and physically tough times to come. But just like Joseph, may we be refined and humbled and brought to greater things through the tough times coming. Love you all. Much blessing. Have a super blessed day.